Hey, this is Butch Patrick. That's right, Eddie Munster, and I want to welcome you to the Swearwolves Podcast. Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. Today we are going to be talking about dollies. Little little dolls. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> little cute little dolls. There have been there have been quite a few horror films based on like dolls or toys coming to life. When you guys were young, did you ever think that your toys came to life? That my buddy would try to kill me? <laughs> Did you have a my buddy? I didn't. I had a my pet monster, but yeah, no, my buddy. Yeah, no. No, I never thought that they would. I used to think that my toys would come to life when I would leave. Did you have a kid sister? That was my buddy, oh, the girl. Yeah, I thought you meant. Did I have like? Oh a yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I did have a. No, I didn't have a kid sister doll. I I had like Star Wars toys, and um, my sister, my older sister, would. Um, she would say, you, you know, these dolls move when you're out of the room. And I was mm-hmm. like, they do? And so she'd be like, yeah, let's set them up. And then when we come back, we'll see if they moved. And so we'd set them up and then we'd leave the room. And she'd be like, I'll go check on them. And then I'll call <laughs> you back into the room. <laughs> and she'd move them? Yeah. Well, of course. That's great. I was a fucking idiot. That's pretty smart. <laughs> I never had any My Buddy dolls or anything like that. I had action figures. Did you have wrestling buddies? No, I, no. I, I... My... My friend did from the neighborhood. One of the neighborhood kids had them. Like but the I pillows? Never, yeah. 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 I think nowadays they make them and they talk. When you like slam them, they're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. That hurts. <laughs> but there's been a few movies based on like toys that come to life. You know, one of the earliest examples that I can think of is, was it the Talking Tina in Twilight Zone? Oh, yeah. Oh, That's Talking right. Tina. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a creepy fucking doll. That was really creepy. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm yeah. going to kill you. <laughs> and then they spoofed it. Uh, you know, we talked about the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. There's the killer Krusty doll that's based on the Talkie Tina. There you go. There you go. I feel like Simpsons Treehouse of Horror takes a lot Take from it. Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> they just watch the Twilight Zone before they write the episode. Yeah. Uh, Homer's in the bathtub and he's like singing his little, my baloney has a first name. It's H-O-M-E-R. My baloney has a second name. It's H-O-M-E-R. And then the doll comes out and tries to kill him. Oh, <laughs> good stuff. Uh, um, Probably one of the biggest, I mean, I'm not going to bury the lead here. One of the biggest ones is Child's Play. Yeah. You know, we were talking about the My Buddy doll, which, you know, the Chucky doll, the good guy doll is based on probably a mixture of My Buddy and Cabbage Patch. Yeah, I would say so. He looks very My Buddy-esque. Yeah, Yeah, but I think each one of them had a different name, like um, in the movie, right? Because, I mean, his was Chucky because it was Charles. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the murderer 
but I think that was probably normal that each one of them had different names. But uh, right. what do you guys think of Child's Play when you first saw it? Like I saw it when it, not not in the theaters, but when it first came out on VHS, I saw it as I, a kid. I think it's one of the better killer doll movies. I, I think it's the uh, quintessential. Yeah, the quintessential mm. one. It's the one I always think of when I think of killer doll movies or, you know, killer toys and things like that. For sure. Did you like it? I did. Yeah. I liked it. Do you still think it holds up to this day? Like if you watched it right now, do you think you would be? Yeah, I think it holds up. I do. See, and I have a weird relationship with that movie because I didn't see it as a kid. Now, I mentioned before, my parents were really protective, so I got a lot of TV versions of things. Yeah. Um, And that was one that I don't even think I saw the TV version. So the first Chucky movie I ever saw was actually Bride of Chucky Hmm. at the theater as an adult or like early 20s or something. And I remember thinking it was fun, but I was like, I didn't didn't find it scary. But of course, by then, the series had kind of jumped the shark and got more into comedy. And I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, Yeah. and then when I finally saw the first one, um, I didn't think it was bad. And I've only seen it a couple times, but because I didn't see it at a young age, the magic isn't there, and I see more of the flaws uh, in it. And it's a movie that I I think I would appreciate more if I had seen it earlier. But now I watch it, I'm like, eh, it's okay. No, I saw it when I was a kid. It was on the USA Network. I saw the TV version. Obviously, I didn't see it in theaters. But uh, when I was a kid, it was on the USA Network. Mm -hmm. And I think they did a marathon of one, two, and three. Oh, I'm sure that, yeah. Um, You know, this was when USA and TNT showed really good movies and they would do horror marathons more so than they do now. And one of them was the Child's Play Marathon. and, And I... I remember Child's Play 3 and 1 more so than 2. 2 I'm a little cloudy on, but I just remember, you know, being a kid and being spooked. You know, I I wasn't uh, it's overly th- scared, but it was spooky. Which one opens up where it's like the rebuilding of the Chucky doll at the factory? It's like I think that's 2. Is that 2? And, yeah. and doesn't the the kid go to like a boarding school? Yes, he's like almost three. like at a military school. Maybe it's three. Well, three is the boarding school. Okay, but it's either two or three where they're rebuilding the doll. Yeah. So I saw Child's Play one. Let's see, it came out in '88, so I probably saw it in around '88, '89 yeah. on uh, VHS. And I wouldn't say it scared me because it's it, it's not that scary. It's not. But being a kid. It's yeah. it's a little yeah, it's a little unnerving. And I had yeah. seen Poltergeist uh, at a young age. And There's that scene with the one. clown. That's um, another killer that doll. That scared the shit out of me as a kid. So I think by the time I saw Chucky, I was like, "Man, this is old hat." Yeah, yeah. I think the the clown in Poltergeist was the clown and the tree eating the oh. kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we like two of day. the <laughs> were two of the scariest uh, uh, moments in that movie. And the meat crawling across the counter and the guy ripping his face off. But uh, the clown, especially as a kid, I think it's a mixture of clowns being scary and dolls. Yeah. Creepy no dolls being scary. Had them both. Um, but yeah, Child's Play, I thought was good. It does, in my opinion, it does not hold up. I think what they've done with the series when they did um, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky. Oh, an abomination. Now there's what, Cult of Chucky? Yeah, so is I there, tried watching that. Because it has the original kid who we saw at Mad Monster. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the doll with him too. 
He's the one that had like a 10 minute conversation uh, with about nine inch nails, not realizing that it was him. It was just like a random guy at the convention talking yep. music. And then he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I got to go back to my table. And I was like, huh? <laughs> who are oh. you? <laughs> so I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, no. Um, he was in the cult of Chucky and so was uh, Christina Elise. Is that her? Oh, um, Christine Elise. Christine Elise. Christine yeah. Elise. Uh, she she was in the cult of Chucky also. Mm-hmm. So they were both in the originals. Does, I think she was in two or three. Does Brad Dorif do the voice in all of them? I I don't know. I don't. I know think he does. He does it in the new did, one. Yeah, but did he in the newest? Oh, I'm not, I'm not sure. sure. I met him at a show once. He was really nice. He's, he's a, a cool. He's dude. a very soft spoken guy, but he was yeah. he was very cool. Yeah. Um. But that movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Cult of Chucky? Yeah. The okay. Cult of Chucky. I, I feel like the first two or three are the better ones. But again, they're not that good. They don't hold up. Because to your point, both of you, like when you go back and watch something like mm-hmm. that, it's like, okay. Yeah. I remember even Brad and Chucky when I saw it, it, it seemed a little jump the sharky where there were some jokes. He was like, oh, you know, I'm anatomically correct. Yeah, and there was like a a weird doll sex scene, and I was like, they got a little with Jennifer Tilly, a Chucky Wiener, really? Yeah, little, um, little doll dick. They use humor later in the series, similar to Nightmare on Elm Street, where you know later sequels. It were became humorous. a comedy, yeah, especially yeah. Seed of Chucky. Yeah. That became an outright comedy. Um, but now you got movies out like Annabelle, mm-hmm. which are just creepy. Yeah, that doll is pretty fucking creepy. Like my daughter like sees that doll and she's like scared shitless. Mm. I haven't seen uh, either of the Annabelle movies, but I heard the second one is good. Yeah. We saw, I saw the doll and some of the cast at, at one oh, of yeah, the Oh yeah. They were at one of the shows. Yeah. And uh, I took a picture of that to show my daughter. Cause that's the kind of <laughs> father, <laughs> sadistic <laughs> father. I am. Um, uh, they, she liked it. I like the conjuring. There's a little bit of Annabelle in that one. Uh, yeah. Those. They're all part of the same yeah, universe, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then there's movies like Dolls. I think we've talked about that before, Alan. Um, and I have seen that movie. David, you haven't seen that? I've seen the box art. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> With the yeah. doll holding the eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool box art. But um, you know, I was just kind of, it's it's very dated. I was just kind of. Aren't the dolls kind of like good guys in that one? Yeah, they are. Well, and that brings me to kind of the main topic of today's conversation. As far as movies go, we're going to be talking about another quintessential uh, doll movies, uh, Puppet Master series. Now, there's 13 of these movies. Uh, David's seen two. Yep. <laughs> so those will be the two that we're talking about. Alan, have you? How many have you seen? Uh, I've only seen the first one, but it was a long time ago, and I've seen the latest entry. Yeah. Oh, so we're on the same page. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. I've seen. I've seen probably about four or five of them. Oh, you poor thing. But uh, it's been a while. Now, I did just watch Puppet Master, the original. And we all, um, to kind of give you some inside baseball here, we all just got done watching the most recent entry, Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich, uh, which came out in 2018. Um, We actually just turned it off and then turned the mics on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we watched it. We all had our notebooks out. Every once in a while, we paused. We're like, oh, okay, we'd have to rewind yeah, we, it to watch yeah, scenes again. Check our notes. Um, so the original Puppet Master came out in 1989. Um, it was a serious movie, I think. Yeah, it had a serious tone. It wanted to be, I think. It wanted to be. Uh, it stars uh, Paul Lamott, 
I had to look at, when it started. I was like, "This guy looks so familiar." And then I looked, and I was like, "It's the guy from it's Falfa from uh, or, uh it's the guy from American Graffiti, right?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He uh, was in American Graffiti, which was like his first starring role. Uh, have you ever seen that movie? Mm-mm. It's really no. good. It's a really good movie. George Lucas's uh, second feature, okay. uh, THX eleven thirty eight, was the first one. But that was his first. Um, American Graffiti is really good. But uh, he was John, I believe his name John is. John Felfa, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. He's got the yellow car. Yeah. Um, the Deuce Coupe. That's right. And Harrison Ford like uh, wants to race him. Yeah, in the Cadillac, <laughs> right? Yeah, and he's like, I'm looking for a guy in a piss yellow car. <laughs> Harrison Ford's a douche. And Suzanne movie. Summers. Oh, yeah, she the lady in the, the T-Bird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got Wolfman Jack, Young Richard Dreyfus. I love Wolfman that's Jack. A, that's Ron a great, Howard. That's a great movie. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Yep. Plays throughout the whole movie is like a radio show. Yep. Wolf, Howlin' Prowlin', Wolfman Jack. Wolfman, get yeah, it? Yeah, he's an honorary swear, swear wolf. wolf. Rest <laughs> in peace, buddy. R.I.P. Wolfman Jack. Um, Wolfman Jack, there was a cartoon, a Saturday morning <laughs> cartoon when I was a kid, and Wolfman Jack was like one of the, like the main character. That's awesome. That's so weird. What was that? I don't know. I'll have to look that up, but it's so weird because it's like Wolfman Jack was, I guess he was popular, but... Yeah, like I was like six, and I'm watching a cartoon starring Wolfman. All right, all right, he's a Wolfman. Hey, Jack. Wolfman. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I want to be Wolfman Jack. Why? <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um. Uh. So Puppet Master comes out. Yeah. Oh. Uh, also, that uh, Paul Paul Lamont is that his name? Paul Lamont. Something like that. Whatever his name is, uh, the guy from American, American Graffiti. Graffiti guy. He also won a uh, an Emmy because of uh, the Burning Bed. Did you ever see that movie? I've heard of it. It was a made-for-TV movie uh, where he like beat the shit out of his wife, and then she burns him alive in his bed. Oh, oh, I haven't seen this. It sounded familiar. When you yeah, said it. and it's probably based on a true story, <laughs> and it's probably pretty sad and somber. Aww. We shouldn't talk about it. Uh, so he's in it. He's like the main guy, Alex. And all right, to give a, give a synopsis. So it starts in 1939, mm-hmm. and they're in California? Yeah. In a hotel. Yeah, Rod- yeah. Rodega Bay Hotel yeah. or something. And there's this guy, Andre Toulon. Toulon. <laughs> well done. Good Thank accent. Thank you. And he is this puppet maker. Maker. And the puppets are alive. Mm-hmm. And one of the first scenes is a POV shot. Yeah, we see through their, what they Close see. to the ground mm-hmm. as something is running by people's feet. Now, this is a busy hotel. Yeah, yeah no one sees the Nobody puppets. sees it. Nobody sees it except for like some <laughs> housekeeper. Like, yeah, it takes right, a really long it takes time for a long someone time. to notice that there's a puppet walking around. And it's like not trying to hide. It's out there in the open. And this puppet has uh, revealed that it's Blade. That's the name of the puppet. And it's got uh, one hand is a hook. And the other hand is a, like a switchblade. And it's got like this black trench coat and this hat on. And it's got a skull face and it's like not something normal. Yeah. Probably the most identifiable one from the series. And too. it's running around. You would see it. I can notice if there's a cricket on the ground. <laughs> yeah. From, from 20 yards away. Yeah. 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 But Everyone's no, walking around looking up Oblivious. at the sky. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It happens a few times in the movie too, where someone will come out of their hotel room door and they'll look around and the puppets right at their feet. And they yeah, just and they turn just the wrong way. Um, so anyway, uh, Toulon. Uh, is getting pursued by some uh, Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. Who 
are gay Nazis? Yeah, um, very strange. They're are they in an elevator and the one? Well, says, they're waiting for an elevator. Yeah, and like it's all subtitled, and one of them says, uh, "You were really horny last night, weren't you?" <laughs> now, to be fair, David and I are assuming this is the real translation because we watched the Elvira. 13 uh, Nights of Terror <laughs> uh, on, version on Prime. <laughs> on Prime. Makes the movie more pal- uh, palatable. Yeah. So Elvira pops in and out. Now, we don't know if they changed the subtitles from the original. I don't think so. I don't think Elvira would have let that I don't think she would have let that fly. Like a, a gay joke. <laughs> yeah. In this day and age. Eh, I, don't yeah. think, I don't think so. I think it was I think it was in the original movie. Yeah. And I just didn't understand it because it wasn't like a joke. It wasn't like a we're making fun of these people or anything like that. Like a 1980s, like gay when they thought gay humor was funny, but it was very like, you were really horny last night. And the guy was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he wasn't like, like flamboyant about it. Like it was just, it was just weird. It was odd. And they were waiting and then, for an elevator. It was just a normal they conversation. Wait, Two Nazis talking about fucking each other. Waiting yeah. for an elevator for a really long time. Um, they were dressed like in stereotypical Nazi black. Um, and they're, yeah, they're after Toulon and it takes them a really, really long time to get to his room. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Vincent and Jules trying to go. <laughs> like, they're just like, we got to buy some time. <laughs> yeah. a conversation about rubbing feet. <laughs> um, yeah. So they barge in on Toulon. I have to say it like that every it's time fun. I say it. Um, <laughs> who, uh, commits suicide, shoots himself. Yeah. Yeah. But before he kills himself, he takes his puppets and he puts them in a trunk and then he puts them like behind a hidden, like there's a panel in the yeah. wall where he hides them. Which I thought was a really cool hidden panel. It was like cool. I was like, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like if I'm going to have a house and it has panels like that, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a good thing he had so, so much time knows. to put the all the dolls into the trunk and put them behind. It's a good thing those Nazis were slow. Or didn't, yeah. or didn't come through the back door. Yeah. And it's a good thing. Or like, come at night. He rented that hotel room long enough that he could create that hidden panel. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like if I was a Nazi trying to get magical puppets, uh, I would come at night. Yeah. And well, maybe not expected. through the front door and yeah. maybe dressed just like a person checking but I the think hotel. He would have gotten, they would have notified him anyway. Cause there was the one puppet that's looking out the window yeah, yeah. and then there's <laughs> vigilant blade. Who's like scoping the grounds, you know, so Toulon kills himself, and um, now it's 50 years later, 1989. Yeah. And there's all these, like, psychics or, like, people with abilities that are... Yeah. So there's this couple that can feel the energy from mm-hmm. other people, mostly sexual. Yeah. Yep. They're roaming the hotel. Well, well no, they're not yet. in the hotel yet. No. They're, like... Out and about. They're it's all like, kind of in their separate, and then yeah. they're all going to yeah. It's like we're going to get the band back together. Yeah. Hmm. We find out more later on, but there's like this couple who can feel energy. There's this woman who is a psychic. Um, this is where Barbara Crampton comes into because she's mm-hmm. working at like a county fair. Yeah. yeah. And she's and like kind of a fake psychic. Well, she has a, psychic powers, but she uses it. She does, It's not always on, I guess. And uh, yeah, I think it comes and goes, but she just like fakes like she's psychic. So she tells Barbara Crampton and her like fiance, like a bunch of bullshit. That he's going to be rich and all this stuff. And yeah. Then, 
your grandma's sick or whatever. He's like, oh, my grandma's Which dead. I thought Barbara Crampton was probably the best part of this movie. I would agree. <laughs> yeah, when she popped she up, was, I was like, oh, sweet, Barbara Crampton's in this. And that's Three the, minutes that's later, the only she, scene. Was, she was out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and it even says in the movie, it's like a special appearance by Barbara Crampton. Oh, it's like, awesome. so she was known enough in cool. the horror genre and as celebrity status that she could get a special appearance by. Yeah. But yet she was only in it for three minutes. Um, and then there's this guy. Um, Alex, who is, um, he has dreams of the future. And so they're all going to go visit their old friend. Yeah. They all get like a calling, like where they can sense, okay, our buddy's like, he's figured something out. Yeah. And they go to this hotel in California Mm -hmm. and he's dead. He killed himself, but his widow is there. And she's like, he wanted you all to be here before we buried him. They're like, why? She's like, I don't know. Something's going on. (laughs) And they've all been looking for this Toulon's puppets and his manuscripts, basically, because he supposedly, rumor has it, that he figured out how to cheat death Mm. and, and cause dead things to live. Hence the reason why these puppets can, can live. And then um, chaos ensues. Yeah, puppets start killing people. <laughs> yep. Puppet starts killing people. So everybody dies, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. except for uh, the, the widow and the Alex, the, the main character. So <clears throat> the other psychics die. Um, this guy who they were going to meet wasn't, well, he was really dead, but he figured out how to bring himself back to life. And he has the puppets working for him. However, the puppets turn on him at the end because they realize he's an asshole. <laughs> so yeah. the puppets aren't that bad because they no. don't kill the other they don't kill right. the other two right. finally yeah they kill Gallagher right is that his name Gallagher like, yeah, isn't the guy who's squashing, <laughs> squashing watermelons with a Gallagher <laughs> or Gallagher too his brother <laughs> um, I think that was the bad guy's name yeah yeah I think it was Noel or Liam <laughs> or Liam yeah, of one of the members of Oasis <laughs> um, so yeah so they they end up killing him so there's there's about four puppets that we get introduced to in this movie there's Blade well there was puppets at the beginning but there's like four or five at the yeah. end um, there's Blade there's yeah Pinhead who's pinhead. got like a tiny head but he's really he's got, got like Hulk like strength big yeah. big human hands and then there's one that has like a drill for a head. Yep. And mm-hmm. then there's the one whose face like spins. Oh, yeah. And then there's Leech Woman. The face that spins kind of reminded me of like the mayor from Nightmare Before Christmas a little bit. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Expression kind <laughs> a of little changes. Bit. Yeah. yeah. And then there's, yeah, the girl doll that pukes leeches. Pukes leeches. So each one of these people die. Uh, the one uh, sex chick... <laughs> <laughs> who can feel stuff she gets drilled in the face yeah. my notes are very similar I said horny girl gets drilled <laughs> that's usually the case <laughs> um, but she had previously tied up her partner and so he couldn't move and he was blindfolded and then leech woman comes out and begins to spit leeches on him which he uh, initially finds he, very yeah hot. he thinks it's a sexual thing he's like oh now I remembered this movie a little bit different I remembered her like fucking him in <laughs> well, my she, in my well, head she does right Oh, the doll? Beach woman. Oh, no, no, no. In my head, I was like, I think this guy fucks a puppet before he dies. (laughs) I don't think she was anatomically correct, like uh, the Chucky doll. Um, But she spits out leeches, and I got to tell you. It's gross. It is really rancid. It's it's gross. Like, there was a point, it's actually at the end when the leech comes out. The other part of watching Elvira is she pops up one time and she's got a big leech in her mouth. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> it was pretty uh, funny. Was really good. If you can watch it on Amazon Prime, yeah, go watch do, like, the Elvira one. The 13 Nights of Elvira or whatever. It's one of the movies. But um, so he gets dead by leeches, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I saw Stand By Me. <laughs> Even if they're on your balls, they you don't die that quickly. It's going to take leeches. a while to get. Uh, yeah, they might have killed them. Leech death. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't remember. Well, they're puppet leeches, maybe. Yeah. They look like real. Like, where, does, where real. does she store them? Yeah, exactly. She's a uh, little doll. Yeah. She's like the tiniest one. Yeah. Yeah, where's she storing those leeches? Very, very strange. <laughs> um, um, and then her, the guy, the guy that's tied up, he's got, he is the most stereotypical 80s yuppie. Uh, person I've ever seen in a movie, douchebag. Yeah, he's got the yeah he's got the ponytail. Like he's just a total. He's balding total, too. Total. Isn't douche. he balding? Yeah, he has balding, a ponytail. He's got a ponytail. Like <laughs> give it up, buddy. Yeah. Um. And then there's the other. The also, psych- I think he's dead in real life. Rest in peace, buddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then there's that. <laughs> Sorry. Hey. And then uh, there's the psychic woman. She dies. She gets. She gets her throat slit. Is she the one that dies in the hallway. She. She's attacked. She dies in the elevator, I think. She, isn't she attacked by Pinhead? And she keeps throwing him around. And then, and then, um, yeah, it sounds familiar. And then Blade jumps down, jumps down, and slices okay. her open. That sounds right. And that's pretty much it for the deaths. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, except for the the bad guy who reveals his awful plan, of course, to the last surviving person, people, and then. The puppets turn on him because they're like, "You're a douche." Yeah, yeah. He he summoned them all there um, to basically kill them because he knew that they would eventually discover his secret that he had found. And he wants to rule the world. Tulum's, uh, uh Egyptian uh, eternal life power. Yeah, it's always the Egyptians. They can apparently bring things back because that Except happens. All the, yeah, because all those pharaohs are still alive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it never happened. Yeah, but it happens in that movie Tales from the Dark Side too. The story with Christian Slater and Steve Buscemi. Do you remember that? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that movie? Do you know that movie exists? Vaguely. Debbie Harry's in it. Blondie. I feel like we talked about this. Probably. Yeah. But like Debbie Harry and Video. We Drum. did. Yeah, we talked about this in the anthology episode. Yeah, probably. But yeah. Um, they're looking for an Egyptian manuscript too, and Steve Buscemi like brings back this mummy. That he ordered online <laughs> before online. Um, but yeah, so the puppets end up being good. Like they're not, they're only bad because they're fucking puppets and they're just doing what they're told they to do. They look bad. But then they finally, like at the end, they're like looking, it's like Darth Vader, like looking between the emperor and Luke and back and forth and back and forth. And yeah, then finally yeah. they're like, Who am you I going to toss down? Yeah. Yeah. The bottomless So pit. what's your, what's your favorite puppet? I probably like the main puppet, like the hook. Um, Blade? Yeah. He, I think he's the most iconic one. See, my favorite one is Pinhead. Pinhead. I like Those the big little, hands little and the little head. Yeah. And I like, I don't know. I actually really, I was watching this movie this morning, actually, uh, the first one. And I thought the the special effects were actually pretty good. The puppets? Yeah, not bad. And I guess Pinhead, uh, his hands are a real, real person's, person's hands. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought I thought they did a pretty good job. Yeah. What about you? You got a favorite puppet? Yeah, I would say Torch. Torch? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my favorite. Torch has a really good murder in um, the one we're going to talk mm-hmm. about next. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought you know you can buy they they sold replica one to one scale of these um, puppets. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. They're, They're they go for big money now because oh, I, I think they were released like a few years ago. 
like the main ones like blade and pinhead and stuff yeah i don't know um, if i'd want one in my house so it's creepy yeah <laughs> see you're still creeped out by mm-hmm. it would I'm you get traumatized by poltergeist would you get um uh trick-or-treat studios made a replica one-to-one of chucky that's right they did um which we got to see in person uh would you get one of those yeah, I probably would. I would. I don't know where I'd put it. I'd probably put it behind lock and key. <laughs> <laughs> uh, overall, if we're going to go Pamela Voorhees heads on the original Puppet Master, to be honest with you, I'm going to go like 2.75. Okay. I would go, um, honestly, I, again, going back to, I did not see this movie as a kid, so I, there's no nostalgia. This I came in cold and just watched it. Um, I thought for a hour and 25 minute movie or however long it was it felt really long it felt like four um, hours. i felt like it could have been a 45 minute movie um i it felt very um 90s i felt like this could have been a crappy episode of tales from the crypt mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> so i would probably go two yeah the original puppet master from what i remember didn't really have um a lot of horror style too and what i mean by that is it's it plays more like a gothic tale than it does your standard horror movie. So there's not really those elements of what we're accustomed to with horror movies, like the camera work and, you know, some of the dark uh, settings and angles and that sort of thing. So and there's not a lot of scares. There's not a lot of scares. And it's, you know, it, it, like I said, it's like a gothic tale, it, you know, something like... Something like Poe or something. Yeah, and agreed. Kind of to yeah. my point earlier, it, for a movie of such short length, nothing really happens uh, until the second half. Like, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of unnecessary exposition and there's not a lot of mystery to it. It's very straightforward. And to be honest with you, although I thought the special effects with the puppets were good, yeah, it's really not a well-made movie. Yeah, like yeah. there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like the editing was off. Like at one point, the main character's sleeping. Then all of a sudden, he's awake, walking down the hallway, and then he's asleep again. And then like, and then there's a part towards the end where he's he's bloody, and then he's not bloody, and then he's bloody again. Yeah, you're right. There was yeah. some weird. And then there's dreams within dreams within dreams. <laughs> yeah, I've I've always loved the puppet master idea and the cut and the characters, the actual puppets, but as far as the execution, agreed. Um, yeah, you know the movie comes across a little dated. And I think they could probably do more of a true remake. Yeah, maybe with a darker tone. Um, with, a, with a darker tone. There's a part towards the end where they're, uh, I think it's the main guy and the, the girl are running away. And they're running all through the, the hotel. And there's this really repetitive music motif that plays <laughs> over and over and over again. And just as I was like, God, like how long is this scene going to go on? And how long are they going to keep playing the same music over and over again? Elvira popped up and uh, it was like fake <laughs> conducting. Like, and I was like, oh man, uh, Elvira gets it. Like she, she feels the frustration and, yeah. and she continues to conduct for a very, yeah. just an unusually long amount of time. And then yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. I would say this. I prefer, like I said, I prefer the characters from Puppet Master but i prefer the execution of child's play okay yeah that's fair enough yeah given that i have limited limited experience with both movies child's play is definitely a better movie so if we said two and a half would be kind of a happy medium of the ranking of pamela Voorhees' heads (laughs) it would be it would be like watch it if you can yeah yeah 
And if you have nothing else to do, preferably watch the Elvira cut <laughs> because you get at least some comic relief in yeah, Elvira popping exactly. up every once in a while. Um, so yeah, don't totally avoid it. Unlike the next movie that we're going to talk about, <laughs> which is the 2018, I guess it's a reboot. Uh, Puppet Re- Master, the yeah. littlest retelling. Right. It has to be because otherwise there's a lot of th- things that make no sense. Yeah, so the Puppet Master, um, the littlest Reich. Now this movie, oh, you guys want to like kind of go into the story of this? I'm trying. Um, <laughs> I'm it trying starts to like with a Raiders of the Lost Ark type uh, Nazi guy. Oh yeah, walking. Okay, yeah. And he's all, all black. And he's got a hat on. He goes. And it's 1989 a, of yeah. all years. He which goes. Is the year he of, goes into a bar and he's talking <laughs> to these women. Sounds like the beginning of a bad, it's in California, right? No, it's in Texas. It's oh, in, in Texas. Texas. Yeah. Um, there's some weird. The dialogue is really strange. Like one of the girls says, "Like oh, uh, gentlemen uh, do, don't wear hats in bars." Like, have you ever been to a bar? Like, <laughs> <laughs> see hats all the time. Like, what year is this? Like, yeah. Even in 89, that would have been weird. Yeah. Um, and then it's uh, obvious the two are, are lesbians. Um, and so I guess the and guy... he gets offended. He gets offended yeah. and, he, and he leaves. And his face is all fucked up and burned. Like, he, he looks like he's he's seen some stuff. Yeah, she says, take off your hat. And then I expect, half expect her to say, no, wait, put it back on. Put, put the hat back on. <laughs> that would have been funnier. Like, <laughs> oh my God. So... They are, the two women get in their car, they're driving somewhere, and all of a sudden... They're not alone. Yeah, there's a puppet, I presume, in the car. <laughs> he puts like a a wire or fishing line or something behind the neck of one of them. She slams on the brakes, her head pops off. <laughs> that was actually a pretty cool effect. Yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. And then we cut to um, the guy, the Nazi guy. He's in some sort of tomb or mausoleum or we don't know yet. He's got a bunch of rebar hanging. Looks, yeah, and he's summoned um, the puppets or something to to kill. I guess. I guess. Like I didn't really understand what was going on. Yeah, because, the police were investigating, and then they raid a building. Yeah. So I didn't really understand what was going on because they weren't really investigating. They were. They they saw the accident. Two police officers arrive at the accident, and they're like, "Look at these footprints." And the one guy goes. Could be a raccoon walking on its hind legs, begging for food. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're raiding this dude's house and they gun gunshots go off. And then we're 30 years or 40 years later, 30, 30 years later. Yeah, I think 30 years. So it's really complicated, especially like if you're if you don't understand that this is like a reboot kind of like, oh, we're taking the basic premise of the puppet master and we're going to tell a different version of the story Mm -hmm. if you're thinking okay this is a sequel now this is the 13th puppet master movie (laughs) i haven't seen all of them i know you guys haven't seen all of them obviously i don't know what happened in the other ones i don't know if they've tried rebooting it and telling different versions but in the one that we just talked about if you watch that one the first one and you watch this one you're like what the fuck didn't didn't this guy shoot himself this too long that's who the german guy ends up being yeah and it was Mm -hmm. in the first one i thought it was implied that he was a good guy Right, and it, I was I was not assuming that he was a Nazi in the first one because he was Nazis just the guy the who ones made that were puppets. trying to get the the power that he had. Exactly, yeah, they were after him. Yeah, so exactly. in this one, I guess he's a bad guy and he's a Nazi, and yeah, so it's and definitely he was, and he was killed by the police. Not yeah. he did not commit suicide. Yeah, he was killed by the police and then buried in his mausoleum at his mansion in yeah. Texas, of all places. <laughs> so it's thirty years later. Lieutenant Dangle from Reno 911 
Thomas Lennon is like this uh, middle-aged comic book worker and um, he's just gotten divorced from his wife and he's down on his luck. So he goes to the shittiest dad in the world. (laughs) His dad's such an asshole. And he goes and he's staying with his parents and apparently his brother died many years ago. It was really confusing. And then I had to look it up while we were watching the movie because I thought the dad I was like, for this guy's dad, he doesn't look very old. And yeah. I looked it up, and the actor who plays his dad is only like nine years older than him. So his parents were up to some... It's like Sean Connery and Harrison Ford. Babies having babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so his brother had died years before, and his dad's like, look, if you want to sell some of his stuff mm-hmm. and make some extra money, go right ahead. I'm an asshole, but I'll let you do that, and you can keep the money. And so he's looking through his stuff, and he finds this old puppet blade yeah it's blade and he's looks into it and he finds that there's this convention that's going on and it's celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Toulon murders it's like would (laughs) would that even be acceptable if we were like we're gonna throw a convention yeah on the Manson Manson, murders we're gonna all (laughs) gather at the Tate Sharon Tate uh Mansion. mansion and celebrate the 60th anniversary of uh, the Manson family killing. Yeah, bring your favorite Charlie Manson uh, artifacts and, yep. and what have you. Yep, or if we're going to go to Milwaukee and we're going to celebrate like Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> cannibalism. Uh, um, I, I don't think that would fly. No, the, well, and the turnout reflects it because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's like 10 people that show up to this quote unquote convention. Yeah. There's no signage. There's no cosplay going on. Like it was kind of a lame show. But, really. but they all bring their dolls that they want to sell at the convention. Yeah. Who the hell are they going to sell these dolls to each, each other? other? <laughs> <laughs> Big circle jerk of uh, yeah. puppetry. They're all collectors. There's only about what, 60 dolls in existence. Some, yeah. Something like that. And they're all bringing them to this. Yeah. Convention. Or like 30 or 35. Of them yeah. Or with all the uh, this show. Oh, yeah, puppet yeah, yeah. master sequels. I'm surprised they're not more than 60. dolls. Yeah. <laughs> and there's duplicates of them too. Right. So there's like multiple blades and there's multiple yeah. pinheads and different versions of these, of these dolls that they're bringing. Um, but, uh, so they, they come to this convention, Lieutenant Dangle and his, uh, boss, the guy who owns the comic book store, who's like your stereotypical <laughs> nerd that they got to throw in. Yep. And he's the comic book guy who's got to go off on a soliloquy about Superman. And it's like, <laughs> oh, God, stop trying so this hard. Oaf. <laughs> stop trying. And uh, and he's a Jew. Uh, you know, that, well, it <laughs> well comes, and that's relevant. It yeah, is relevant, relevant. You know, but they they always got to bring they it. They got to make sure we understand this is a Jewish man. Like yeah. they really lay. I mean, it on the movie's thick. called The Littlest Reich, and it's about Nazis, so you can understand what's going to happen. And um, you know, he's always bringing it up, and it's fine. Okay, I'm fine with that. You know, and they go to this convention, and they they take a tour of Toulon's, who's got a French name. And he says he's French, but he talked with a German accent and uh, he's a Nazi. Yeah. And so his whole mansion, which is now being curated by the officer that shot him. Yes. Barbara Crampton mm-hmm. um, now plays the older version of the officer. And um, she's taking him on a tour of this and it's got Nazi memorabilia everywhere. Mm-hmm. So then the puppets start coming to life. Yeah. And yeah. they fucking kill everybody. And they massacre these people. 
I'm trying to even just put things together Dude, because I'm are, trying to make sense of a movie that doesn't make any fucking sense. These are some of the most brutal scenes. All yeah, right, the once, best one. Once yeah. the like the murders start, I, I enjoyed the movie a lot more because uh, there are some really creative kills and yes. there's some good gore. Well, like, I'm going to talk about the best yeah. one and then I'm going to talk about the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all on the same page for the best one. Yeah. Actually, I think we're all going to agree on the worst one, too. <laughs> so the best one, this guy's watching <laughs> wrestling, luchador right? wrestling with a, I think it was a, a little midget. A little person. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, he's like, I got to take a leak. He's in the hotel and he's got to take a leak. And he yeah. goes in and no kidding. He goes and they show the toilet and there's a big old shit stain. <laughs> there's shit like all over the inside of the bowl. Yeah. It's like, like stuck on there. Like someone went in there and took a big old blasting crap and didn't flush properly. Or a coily one that like left residue on the sides or something. So he's pitching. He's pitching. He's pissing. He, he's pissing. And then all of a sudden pulp starts Wait, coming up. He's, 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 he's pissing off the flakes of the poop oh my God. on the inside of the bowl. Like, and we've all done that. Yeah, like, well, that's how you clean the toilet. Yeah, that's exactly. I got to clean itself. Get in there with the brush. So yeah, he's peeing. But he's also peeing like he's got the world's biggest kidney stone. Yeah, he's just he's coming in spurts. <laughs> so then, who who kills him? It's like a go go oh, gadget yeah. uh, helicopter yeah. Uh, puppet. Yeah, it's this puppet that has a propeller on propeller its hand. On its or is it hand or head? Oh, it's I think his it's, hand. His hand. it's his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his he hand. flies over to him and he chops his head off and his head his, pops right his off. Head and it falls in the toilet. Falls in the toilet. And then we get a POV shot of what used to be his head looking down at his head in the toilet and his dick. Yeah, you can actually see the, his dick the his and it's dick. still peeing and he's peeing on his own head. It's great. In the toilet. Yeah. 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 And then his body falls over dead and, and his, his, dick, pan, his, his pants are away. zipped up. Yeah. His, his penis is no longer exposed. Yeah. He had time to do that. Yeah. Right as he was falling over his detached brain was like put your penis away <laughs> nobody wants to find you like you got that, that five seconds right just that five out of routine tuck that, tuck that wiener back don't in. they say when you get your head chopped off that you're like coherent for like five seconds and i gotta say if i were dying and my my penis were out at the time <laughs> that would probably be my instinct be like, put that away no put one that wa- away. no one wants to find your corpse like could that. you imagine his his final <laughs> point of view was him looking, at looking his, up at him pissing out his own on. face seeing his dick for the first time from a different perspective yes and he's like, oh, it was big. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was small. <laughs> or, or vice versa. Yeah. Like, or his oh. eyes probably just stinging from the piss. From the urine. Well, and the shit pulp going into his mouth. <laughs> gargle, gargle. <laughs> so gross. Oh, uh, man. So then the worst. Oh, God. I don't even know if I want to talk about it. Is it the baby? Yes. Little baby. I don't even want to talk about it. It, it oh. is, Well, if you guys can bring it up if you want to. Well, we'll, we'll just say there's a pregnant woman who... Laying in bed. She's yeah, asleep. Yeah, and she gets killed and something happens to the baby. And it's... I'm not... I don't know why they went there. It's borderline offense. Like, it's... It's... it's Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, some mean, of you out there may enjoy it. No. Um, I wasn't super bothered by it, but I was just... I just took it. It was a, you I know, mean, what it was. It's... It's just... It's something you don't see. Yeah. Like, first of all, it I've definitely seen, has shock value. I've seen tons of horror movies. Very rarely do they kill babies or kids. This movie does both. Yeah. Yeah. They do both. You don't see that a lot in movies. Right? Am yeah. I wrong? No, man. Yeah. 
Alan doesn't have any expression. I mean, he's just like, I mean, well, there, some, I've seen it before. It, well, it's sometimes well, not it's done, the sometimes it's, that you want. Well, it's sometimes done well for shock value. Like I yeah. would say, Assault on Precinct 13 has got a pretty famous kid death. Yes. Um, that like I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, oh my god. Um, and this one was similar, like pretty pretty shocking when it happens. Like they're not gonna oh they're oh, but they're not gonna show. Oh, all oh, right. Yeah. To I'll, be honest, I'll just say what happens. All right. Well, when, so this puppet crawls when, up through the sheets, yeah. crawls into the woman's vagina. And then out her stomach comes out like uh, like alien. Yeah, pops out her stomach. She dies, and it takes the and pulls baby. the baby out and takes the baby away. Yeah, carries Which the baby away. I kind of thought they were maybe going to use like the baby was alive, and they were going to use the baby for something later on. And they were going to save the baby, but no, that's the last we see of the baby. That baby's but dead. Is it? I don't know. Oh, it's true. Maybe a sequel. It could be a sequel. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was gross. When they show the, I mean. You had to have known something was going to happen. I mean, every room, something was going down. I understand that, but why do we have to have it be a pregnant woman? <laughs> when I saw the pregnant woman, I was like, uh-oh. Uh, like, I knew. <laughs> yeah. I said out loud, they better not kill the pregnant woman. I knew that. I knew they weren't just going to leave the... <laughs> and then later on, later on, one of the main, the bartender is running, and he sees this little boy whose dad just died, and he's like, little boy, come here. Just hang I'll on to you. me. Hang on to the back of my shirt, shirt. and we'll run. And as he's running, the fucking propeller guy yep. comes back again. Inspector Gadget. And all of a sudden, the guy's like, where'd the little boy go? And he looks back, and it's just two hands. Gripping <laughs> <Yeah>. his <laughs> shirt. I'll but, be honest. I didn't mind that death. I thought that one was pretty fun. Yeah. Well, we didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. The, the one with the baby. And first of all, it's an unborn baby. And the, and the woman was like nine and a half months pregnant. Like, she was ready to yeah, give birth. Yeah, that baby should have been bigger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The baby came out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just wrong I, I just that right there that alone that scene that movie could have been the Citizen Kane of horror movies that scene right there knocks it one Pamela Voorhees head okay so yeah um, we just get a series of lots and lots of deaths and kills and yeah really like I said the probably the most entertaining part of the movie but then it was full of bogged down like it was bogged down with cliches of you got your stoner guys oh. sitting in a car listening yeah. to reggae music. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. What was the one line? You wrote down the line. Oh, uh, Michael Pare is in this too for all of you uh, shitty movie fans. Michael Pare has been in. Uh, he was Eddie from Eddie and the Cruisers. And then he did Streets of Fire. And then like, which was a pretty popular movie. And then he did like nothing else after that. Like, well, he did a lot of shit, but it was all crap. He has the best. So he I plays did, the detective. I, I did yeah. write it down. He says um, this. He says this incident is starting to turn into a happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was like something Mark Wahlberg said in that movie, yeah, the, the Happening. happening. <laughs> this is a happening. Oh God! The, listen, and and I said this before. We're all fans of Barbara Crampton. Okay, I said, guys, I'm gonna have to give this a bad review, and I hate to do that to Barbara. But you're only as good as the writing. And this movie was dog shit when it came to the <laughs> writing. Like, nothing made sense. It was slopped together. Maybe it was the director. Maybe it was the editor. I'm blaming the writer. Which is weird because the writer uh, is S. Craig Zoller. I think I'm saying his name right. Um, who wrote Bone Tomahawk, which is a really good movie. I remember when we met Barbara Crampton. Uh, was that... I don't remember what show it was at, but she was even talking about, hey, hey, like we actually got a pretty good writer for this movie. So I was, I had high hopes, uh, at least from a writing perspective. I, I thought it would be decent, but nonsensical. It is not. It yeah. is incoherent. Yeah. 
I, I, I mean, literally. And the other thing too is Thomas Lennon, Lieutenant Dangle. Mm-hmm. He's terrible. Well, <laughs> I don't necessarily think he's a terrible actor, and he has good comedic timing, but he mumbles. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, we could not understand him. Like he doesn't move his mouth. Like he talks like he's got his mouth full of marbles. Yeah, and we had to rewind this one scene at the very beginning because we thought he was speaking French. He was like, "Enunciate." I thought the the girl. And Lieutenant Dangle were pretty <laughs> relaxed. Dangle. They had, there was, there was a, he's always Lieutenant Dangle. Did you ever watch Reno 911? Yeah, yeah. He had the short shorts. Yeah, it was wonderful. <laughs> um, but for all that, all that, all the stuff happening and going yeah. on, they, like, they were just so kind of, you know. Okay, so the movie's got to pick a side. Are you going to be comedic? Are you going to be serious? I think there was certain moments where they, because like I said, Thomas Lennon is a very funny guy. Mm-hmm. He has good comedic timing. And there were some elements, like you said, between him and the woman where there was all this shit going on and they were doing these like quips back and forth and it was pretty and good. And usually, historically to me, some of the best actors, some of the best dramatic actors- Are or, comedians. Are, have a comedic background. Yeah. Yes, because we're always, listen- you guys, I mean, not just when the mics are on, we're always trying to make each other laugh. We're always trying to be funny. We're always trying. That's what people do in real life. We're not all, listen, David, listen, Alan, I have something serious I want to tell you. No, <laughs> we're talking. We're trying to make each other laugh. We hung out all day yeah. last weekend um, and we were trying to make each other laugh the entire time. Yeah. Just busting each other's balls and saying all <laughs> nonsense. So that's that's real people, right? Yeah. I wanted to see more range from from their or maybe abilities. that's i don't know if that's poor direction or poor writing or maybe a combination of both but i agree like when i saw that that guy was in the movie i was like oh that's cool and then I, and then he proceeded to they didn't really do anything with him and i thought he came across as a bad actor and he's somebody i don't think is a bad actor no per se no and to be honest with you like the comic book owner mm-hmm. except for the dialogue that he was saying he was one of the better characters yeah, that right guy's, and that guy's in a bunch of stuff yeah he yeah. was one of the better characters and he was um he seemed to be more into it. Yeah. And then there was uh, his girlfriend, which was played by the Asian girl who's in all the Judd Apatow movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I just watched This Is 40, so that's why I know that she was in that movie, but she was in Knocked Up as well. She was in that other movie with Michael Sarah, where he's like playing himself. Oh, um, this is the end? No, 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 no. The one where it's like, it's almost like a documentary and he's like, I think they've like fallen in love or something. Hmm. I, don't I don't know. I don't remember that. She's probably in This Is The End, too. I don't, I'm not sure. She's with that whole crew of people. But she did okay. And she has a really good death because she basically kills herself accidentally <laughs> yeah. by yeah, falling out like, of oh, three stories and landing on a garbage can. Yeah, she has to jump out of a window to safety. She misses. Crampton didn't do too bad. I mean, listen. I thought Barbara Crampton, I mean, she's a, a good actress. Um, but again, you, you only have what you have to work with. And, exactly. And I don't yeah. think she was given the best dialogue or, you know, they have her do illogical things. Like she, yeah. distar- she discharges a firearm indoors. Yeah. She's, <laughs> the uh, character, no reason, the character it in the itself is stupid. She's not stupid. The character is stupid. Yeah. Uh, I like the um, bartender. Yeah. I, I like thought it, he that did. That was funny. I thought he did good. And he's on the phone to his wife. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, I wish we could have seen more character logic. Yeah. The, the movie's just flawed. Yeah. Majorly. Yeah. Um, so if I'm going to ring, well, let's start with Alan. Uh, I'm going to give it two and a half. What'd you give the first one? I gave the first one two. Okay. 
I gave the first one two also. I would go two and a half. I liked this one better than the first one. Yeah. Are I'm you not saying it's a good movie. fucking kidding me? Yeah, uh, no. Uh, oh, the, like the the nuts. first one, nothing happens. I can't like, even talk I just to thought you. it was boring. Like this I can't one, even I, look at you right let, now. Let me tell you something, Brett. <laughs> this one was stupid, but I was at least entertained. Like, <laughs> yeah, there, this there, some this of the one, well, you were entertained because we were here. But even the kills, like that, the kills, the scene with the guy pissing yes. and like mm-hmm. getting like that scene alone is better than the entire original this movie. Movie, I don't know about you guys, but this movie is the first movie I've seen in a long time where I was legitimately like, "Wow!" Like at these kill scenes, yeah, absolutely. You are absolutely <laughs> crazy. No, I'm serious, and I will agree. I will give it two, but it gets one. Less because of the baby killing, it gets one. <laughs> one, whoa! It gets one head. It's no. it's a Brandon Tabato no. favorite, probably. This makes his films look no, almost you, okay. You know what's gonna happen now is Tabato is gonna put out a Blu-ray of his, and he's gonna put a <laughs> fucking quote from you being like, "It's better than uh, Puppet Master." Oh, no, because no, I only right. gave him half. Oh, almost <laughs> as good. <laughs> Yeah, it's I, half a head less. Yeah, I, I would des- I'd definitely say one. two and a half. No. because yeah, don't oh, watch yeah. it. I'm going to tell people not to watch it. <laughs> no, because I would say watch the original because it's a classic in the in the genre. Don't watch this. This, this piece of crap. This one's more upbeat than the original. Upbeat. This one, upbeat. it is a baby gets ripped out of its mom. That's upbeat. You are these a psychotic. Kill, no, these kills, <laughs> and it's a bunch of Germans killing a bunch of Nazis killing homosexuals, minorities, gypsies, and uh, uh, Jews. I'm not looking at you it that are way. A, no, I'm looking at it from the viewpoint Nazi. of the creativity of these kills. These are some of the best kills I've seen in a long time. They put a lot of effort into it, and it kept me entertained. And the special effects. Not to mention the special effects weren't that special. When when Torch, your favorite, burns those two people, like they were clearly dummies. Yeah, it was <laughs> even less convincing than Team America when they burn, when they burn that guy, and he goes, oh, it's like body bounces. That doesn't really bother me, though. I mean, it was Mr. pretty bad. Mr. Pumper. I, I think it, you know what? I think it's cooler than using CGI. You know, it's I like, agree. agreed. Practical I mean, yeah, you, I like, I love practical effects. It might as well have been a trauma film. That was better than trauma. No offense, trauma. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but trauma I, does it and they don't care. They know that it looks yeah, like ridiculous. Yeah. A painted well, face on a but watermelon. Maybe they don't care either. No, they obviously care. They, they went to <laughs> pretty. If, but if, if they if they really cared about that kill, they would have used CGI and all this. But but I I love the practical. You're not going to convince me. Multiple, it's a one. We got multiple heads cut off in this movie. We got a Fred Gwynn Achilles tendon slash. I had to yeah. work Fred Gwynn in there. <laughs> uh, I, I thought this movie, just in terms of the actual horror side, was a lot more entertaining. Than the original. Right. So we'll have to agree to disagree. Yeah. We're going to agree to disagree. But I give it one. You got you give it two and a half. I give it two and a half. You give it two, and, give and, a two and, half, and a half. So it gets a one point. Six six. Touchy man. Is that is that right? I don't know. Two and a half. Two and a half. That's five. Gore alone. If we were just six, talking about it's gore, a two. No, I would give it a three. <laughs> oh, I would give it. A oh, three. you are absolutely out of your mind Should today. If we're scales. talking you about, you need to get some sleep. If, you need a better diet. If other we're talking than apple about pie and ice cream. If I, we're talking about just gore, strictly just the effects and the gore scenes alone. Well, that's this was the swearwords this week. Uh, <laughs> I can't in good conscience go three, but two and a half. No, but in 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 return, if we're talking about just the story and the logic, then for me, it's a one. Oh, so so then it should be a two. Well, I give it. No, I'm leaning towards the gore, so I'm giving it two and a half. 
That's not how it works. That's exactly. <laughs> that's not how averages work. We're gonna have to write down the rules. <laughs> <laughs> two and a half plus two and a half plus one is six divided by three is two. It gets a two. All right. Overall, the, Brett gives it a two. No, <laughs> I give it a one. So what? Did, what was our consensus on the first one? We get that one a two. I said two and a half. You said two. Wow. No, I said. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I said two also. I said two point seven five actually. Oh. So the first one ranks higher. All right. So there. <laughs> so there. Go see the first one. And uh, if you want to watch Puppet Master the Little is Right, go right ahead. I would recommend not. So there. I recommend it. Check it out. Great scenes. <laughs> you know what? I I'm, actually. I'm indifferent. <laughs> David doesn't care what anybody does. Yeah. <laughs> Do what you want. Fast forward to the poop scene. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I will give that. I did kind of like that. <laughs> but if you watch the puppet master if you have any thoughts on the puppet master the littlest reich the original puppet master or the 11 movies that came in between who's your favorite character who's your favorite character who's your favorite puppet or what's your favorite demonic creepy doll movie um you can contact us where can they contact us david uh, you can find us on facebook or twitter we are the swear wolves on both of those you can go to our website, theswearwolves.com, or you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. And please uh, rate us, review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, because that will help us out a lot. For the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. And obey your master. <laughs>